So, um, well, what do we do next? Um, well, I think we started it right because we're playing music, but what do people do next? How do you get a podcast started? I don't know. I, I, um, I think that they just hit the on switch and stuff, just like we did, you know, and, and, um, and then, then, and then they get like thousands of listeners. Right. Okay. You know, that's, that's pretty much how most things happen, you know. I think we need a sponsor. We need to announce our sponsor. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Anheuser Bush. Makers of many fine beers. St. Louis, Missouri. Anheuser Bush, they, um, we travel around the world and, and they, they, they sponsor our tour. And then they, um, give us a six pack a week. Is that a lot of money? That's, that's a lot. Really? It's got a lot of work goes into making beer. Oh, I'm, I'm Brooks. And I'm Kurt. And um, welcome to our show. The world is your stage. You can stay home. You can get out of bed. You can get out of bed. And travel the world. Just like us. We're a role model, I guess, right? Yeah. Two guys traveling around the world. I think that's the idea that Anheuser-Busch wanted to get out there. You can do anything you want. They certainly did. At one point there wasn't an Anheuser-Busch, and now there is. And they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Just like we're going to be. You know, tonight, well, right now we're in, we're in the hotel room, but we, we just finished up a show at the Gull and Penguin at the uh, Falkland Islands. And it was our first show in the Falklands, you know, right? Yeah, it was a great show. Thanks for booking it. I appreciate it. I didn't book it. I thought you booked it. I didn't book it. I've, I've been wondering what, I mean, it was a great show and it's a great place. I mean, the birds and, but... I gotta say, it's kind of, I'm feeling like we blew half our travel budget coming all the way down here. It was. Was it really the best logistical choice? I don't know. I mean, it took us, we had to take seven flights to get here. And at some point, I just like, um. You were getting awfully cranky. I was getting cranky because I didn't have my orange juice. And I have to drink orange juice like every hour. Otherwise I get, I get really irritable. You know, and so when we were stuck in that that airport in Chile, like they had no orange juice, yeah, and I lost it, and I apologize. I just want to say I'm sorry. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, and, and I kind of lost my temper tonight because who knows where my guitar is? Yeah. What happened? I, like, when I was the last who time knows what flight? I mean, it, well, it was checked at the airport in San Francisco. Yeah. So I mean. Who knows where that thing's going? I had to do all the guitar parts tonight, which was although it's kind of nice just to sing and not have to you know focus on that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, you were like you picked up the mic and you were strolling around on stage, like some kind of Frank Sinatra crooner kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know. And I think that's probably a good thing for you. Yeah. You know? I mean, you seem to to like it, and the audience, I think, it woke them up. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. They weren't expecting that. 
I think they were, yeah, I, I kind of liked that extra freedom and ability to just not have that thing I'm having to, you know, maybe it's kind of symbolic. Like sometimes we think we have to have something in our life to make it happen and suddenly you don't have it and you have to improvise and maybe that's the best thing sometimes. That's called being alive, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I can't even, like, if I got everything I ever wanted to get, then I would have this completely different life. Yeah, you'd probably be a jerk. I mean, <laughs> probably be arrogant. I mean... Well, yeah, even more so than I already am. You know? Yeah. yeah but I think that... Um, I think that living on the road is pretty hard. But at the same time, we were, were getting no gigs back in Santa Rosa. Yeah, you know, yeah. Nobody... We, like, we couldn't even get on the open mic stage. Yeah. And so... You had that idea of, like, let's just, you know, contact Anheuser-Busch and see if they'd sponsor this world world tour. And I think that, um, I think that was a good idea, but it's, like, it's, like, exhausting, you know? Yeah, I think we just lucked out that day. I don't think that guy, I think he made a mistake answering the phone, but we kind of caught him at the right moment, and it somehow panned out, because... Chuck. I don't, yeah... Yeah, yeah. Chuck really... was like, I couldn't tell if he was like, it was his last was day of work. Oh, <laughs> maybe that was it. Yeah, he was. But he, he slurred was, his words a lot. He slurred his words, and he was saying like, "Yeah, how much do you need?" And he didn't even have to check with a supervisor or anything. He didn't you know? even check. Yeah. And um, it was weird. I thought that was but, kind of fishy. Um, but <laughs> but then like we got the check. We got the first check. Yeah. And that allowed us to buy the definitely legitimate. Yeah. So we bought the plane tickets and and. Um, and the first show we did was Tallahassee, Florida, because neither of us had been there. Mm-hmm. It was like, let's go to Tallahassee, you know? And um, we went to this place called the, the Cornish Hen. Mm-hmm. And it was this, like, a bar and grill, you know? And we performed there. That was our first... Well, I think the thing about being a performer is no one ever appreciates you in your hometown. The second you... You know, you can be so good, and then nobody shows up. You can't even get on the open mic bill at Hot Monk. And then, but then suddenly you roll into Tallahassee, Tallahassee, Florida, and, you know, the people want to interview at the local paper. There's, you know, there's a line for tickets. There's there's all this enthusiasm. They're interested. What's, I don't, you know. I think that's how it is. I mean, back when I was living in Santa Rosa, like, I wasn't even interested in myself. I'd get up in the morning and look in the mirror and I'd be like, what? Right. You know? <laughs> and I'd go back to bed. So I think that... Um, maybe but but when you were in Florida, you had a tan. I mean, suddenly you're, you were interesting. I got a tan. I found you interesting. Well, I got off the airplane and I had a tan within 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I got burnt. And yeah. That, and that sucks. But that was interesting. But that looked exotic. I mean, I think people... That made it kind of interesting... So even the people in Florida were like, what's up with this guy? And then you started playing and it's like, and they're like, I had no idea it was so sunny in Santa Rosa, but these guys burnt. Yeah. Yeah. Santa Rosa is like New Jersey in the, in the midwinter right. compared to Florida. But, um, it was nice to actually get there. And then we had to talk about Anheuser-Busch and it turns out they didn't even sell Anheuser-Busch at the Cornish Hen. That we were performing. Yeah, that was a little awkward. So you had to go to like a um that that place, what was it called? Desmond's 
um, liquor store, mm-hmm. and then you got you got a six pack, and you brought it to the um, Cornish Hen, mm-hmm. and then we got arrested. I think that was Chuck's strategy, though. He knew that's how you like get expand your distribution. Maybe you go into places where there isn't any Anheuser Busch products, and that's how. Yeah, because obviously they're already Anheuser Busch is practically everywhere, but you know they were maybe he they, was like. He's really trying to penetrate the, the new markets and, um, you know, think outside the box. Well, I think it got, it did get the, the name out there because we got arrested the night because you're not supposed to drink on stage. Like, we didn't know this. Like, in a bar, you can drink in the audience, but you can't drink on stage in Tallahassee. Right. So, um, anyway, we were, um, we got arrested and it was in the newspaper and they said Anheuser bush two guys show two guys world tour show um and they so that was some publicity mm-hmm. you know? and uh chuck seemed to be okay with that you know i think he was grateful for it i think that was probably the in his moment of you know maybe in this downward spiral when he everyone was he was thinking he was doing this as kind of some last ditch effort and it suddenly has been spinning into this you know, PR thing that's totally making a name for him in the company. Well, I think so. I mean, he's certainly still there. It seemed like he was on his last leg when we talked. We're making the deal, but you know, sometimes I think maybe we're just calling his house. You know, like where did that number? <laughs> where did you even get that number? You what, probably dialed the wrong number. What happened was, I was think I'd never been much into beer. Mm-hmm. Know? And I just thought, like... Well, you're still not into beer. I'm still not into beer, but... I, I've, I, I, let's, I, ad, let's admit it. You don't even drink it. I don't even drink it. I said, well, I don't drink any beer. But what happened was, I thought, I'm going to start drinking beer. And I thought... I called it and I said, Bush, and I said, I would like to... Um, I told him, I don't, I don't drink beer. I was thinking of drinking beer. I was thinking of drinking your beer. And, and they sent me a six-pack. And then... And drank it, and I threw up. Mm-hmm. It was really bad, and I didn't finish it. And then they called. Well, that was me. the day we were trying to rehearse. We were trying to rehearse anything. Done. And you got really upset at me, and um, almost broke up the band. And the next day, um, Chuck called to find out my beer experience, and I told him, and he said, um, "Well, you know, you tried it; it didn't work. But what if?" He... And then that's when he came up with this idea of doing this tour mm-hmm. under the name. Yeah, so so one thing leads to another, you know. You think one thing's going to do it, and then something else does. Yeah, so here we are. Yeah, so... So what's the... Did we get paid tonight? I mean, did we get anything from the door? We yeah. got three pineapples, but they got that off the tree, I think, out back. And, um... Because that lady was collecting <coughs> cover at the door. Yeah. Aren't we supposed to... That's supposed to be for us, right? No, what happens you need is, to get better about collections, because I mean, she said. I think you you've got the you're very talented, but you don't really think about the business side of things as much as you should. No, I don't think about that. I don't think about much at all. You know, but she said that she was going to send it to Anheuser Busch, you know, and that they would pay us. So. Something seems fishy about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so where. I mean, what are we going to do uh, the rest of the time while we're in the fall? When do we have to leave? When's our next flight? Um, well, not till 4 tomorrow morning. And 
we catch a um, we catch a taxi to the boat depot, and um, and then we we take a thirty six hour boat ride to McMurdo Station in Antarctica. So we're going to be going across the. Um, I'm telling you, I, this, is what I'm, this is what I'm talking about. The logistics. Someone's not really thinking all this through. This is like we're traveling for days, and then we get we play one little gig that we don't even get paid for, and well, yet, and now we're traveling for another Chuck, days again. Chuck sent us that. Sends us the itinerary, and he's paying the bills. Yeah, so. that's true. I guess we shouldn't just question. I mean, they're a corporation. They've got people, the logistics experts, who they they've got. A, there's a whole method to what they're figuring out. I think. Well. I don't know. I think that um, that they're trying to be the sponsor for the beer at the uh, at the station in Antarctica, the the science mm. station. You know? Okay, yeah. They want to be the provider. More and more discovery. Yeah, I mean, there's only three people that that work at the station. So yeah, but more and more. Uh, well, how much? How much beer? I mean, the world keeps growing. I mean, there's going to be a point where that's oh, a really, right. It's all going to melt. It's going to be anyway. an epicenter of yeah. things. There's going to be some kind of tourist activity there. Oh, they're thinking ahead. I get it. He really is. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, they're, when you have a corporation that said they're thinking on some level that you and I can never even imagine. Well, we're performing on stage with two penguins. So there's going to be a penguin on each side of us. That'll be cool. And supposedly these penguins mimic sound. And so they'll they'll act as like a melody. Hmm. That's the idea. That'll be cool. You know? And um, anyway, Larry and Beth... And Childis are the three people that work at the station and that we're performing to. So we got to get there. And um, and they said that... I bet they're with the government. What's that? I get there. The they've got to be with the government. Which That's, government, though? Because there isn't a government in that, right? Well, isn't, the, isn't it the U.S. government? Some government. No, it's it's lawless. Because I would think it's um, they're there on some kind of scientific expedition. So maybe that's the whole strategy is to get some government contract. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I've never been good at business. Like when I was a kid, we had a lemonade stand. Mm. And um, and the first person came. I said, trying to do a lemonade stand. And the person paid a nickel. And we, and we gave him a lemonade. And they said, like, this lemonade tastes like crap, you know? And and then they tipped over the lemonade stand. God. Like that. And my sister Gosh. went home crying. And and um, and then I tried asking the person why they didn't like the lemonade. And they just said, they said, you're, you're five years old. You don't know anything, you know? That's kind of hard. Was that it an adult or another kid? Yeah, it was somebody's parent, you know? And so I think since then, I've just been from? really bad at, Business because I just got off on the wrong foot. Well, yeah, that would taint your perspective, but that seems really random. I've never heard yeah. of someone attacking the 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 the, the your classic. Oh, it's terrible! And then I went home and I had this Fisher Price little keyboard that had three different keys on it, and I just hit them. You know, like hit mm. the plate, hit the sounds as a way of getting the stress out, and, and that's when I realized I have musical talents. Oh, and, okay, and that's why I've just. Once you know, again, like that's how life just kind of unravels in the most unsuspecting way. Yeah, yeah. Like I got my ass kicked in business, and then I and then I, I got I totally taken opened, a new place. Opened your whole new world. It's become your life of music, and here we are. Yeah, and you know, I was thinking tonight at that show because there was like maybe 
I don't know, 62 people there or something. But there was twice as many seagulls that were up in the rafters. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I noticed that. And so people... I felt like I was in the... Well, it I kind of, It was cool, but I kind of felt... It was also, you know, being from near Bodega and the birds, and it makes you kind of wonder. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, that movie. Are they going to, like, swoop down and attack us? Well, I was one Because when the show started, everybody was carrying umbrellas, and I was like, why did... Why do they have umbrellas? Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, different culture, you know, maybe there's something I don't know about. And then as we started performing, the birds flew in and then mm. they just started pooping. And then, yeah. And then people were um, okay. But I got pretty coated by bird shit. <laughs> that was weird because I didn't get any on me. I don't know how long I knew that. You're blessed. You have like, your guitar. I was kind of gross but like people were loving that i think that was one of the favorite people's favorite parts of the show is that you felt it oh my god because it was just like it was like just bizarre how much it was like just missed me and just nailed you and the guitar like you know it's pretty i'm impressed how you kept playing you have that saint francis quality (laughs) so (laughs) i just played because i uh you know i I, you had no choice you know the guitar now yeah, and um, work that out. I, I took the longest shower. I, t- I took an hour and a half shower, and I had to basically throw out those clothes because <laughs> they were destroyed. There's something about bird poop that that um, burns through fabric. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm excited to see what good things. Because remember, like things go awry and then they get better somehow. So right, in a different right. direction. Right, right. I hope. Well, that one guy gave you that really cool shirt. Yeah, that was a nice shirt. So I've never had so a was shirt that like a with Hawaiian print or something. Or yeah, it was Hawaiian print it? on the front, and the back was like fur. That's so it was like llama fur or bear fur. I couldn't even tell. But it was like the front. I was really felt comfortable, and my back was sweating like crazy. Oof. You know. But I, I don't know what prompts is a design like that. I mean, what would. I don't know. It's just maybe again, like lips. Maybe like there's a certain maybe the way the winds come in from offshore. Like it might feel really hot when you're facing one direction, but you're getting blasted by a really yeah. cold wind from the back. And you, you're so taking you care have of. to be like yeah. So it's like if you had a sweater on, you'd be boiling on the one side, but if you just had the light shirt on, you'd be freezing. Your back would be freezing. You need to turn the right way, and you're just totally comfortable. That makes sense. I mean, because like. Everybody listening here, you've probably never been in the Falklands. I doubt it. Maybe one or two. But here's the deal. Before we, we it was daytime. We went inside the gull and the penguin, and it was warm out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like the sun was out. It was like, this is amazing. We're like at the bottom. We're just below the tip of South America. Antarctica is just across the way. And it's like warm. And then we got out of the show. And we're like all sweaty and stuff like that. And it was like a blizzard. Just mm-hmm. freaking blizzard. And my like I froze. And and then um and then you went back inside because you you were smarter. And then you had to like grab my foot and pull me back in because it was frozen solid. Totally completely like you're about to crack in half. Yeah. If I had fallen over, I would have cracked in many pieces. So shattered. Yeah. So anyway, that just shows you that um, 
you never know what to expect, you know? Well, and yeah, one thing leads to another, and there's people who understand things better than all of us, and we just have to kind of keep rolling with the direction they point us in. Hey, what was that song you did tonight? There was a new song. Um, Maybe you could sing it for everybody, because we didn't have the tape machine running um, on stage, so... Oh, yeah. Maybe you um, share with them. Yeah. Can I borrow your guitar to play it? Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't have mine. I'm just trying to walk. It's part of this dream. I'm still learning to talk. It's harder than it seems. The words come out wrong. We sink with our ships. Days come on hard, you land soft on your lips. And all bound down to this thing. That's the, that's the first verse, but that's how it goes. That's, that's the one. one, right? Yeah, yeah. What's that about? Um, I wrote that last year when my um, after my dad died. Oh, yeah, right, right. So, and we'll all bow down to this thing. That was a hard time. Yeah, that was a really hard time. Yeah. It's too bad he didn't get to hear that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you never know. Maybe wherever he is, he's hearing it right now. Maybe he's on the airwaves, you know. Maybe he was one of the seagulls up there pooping on him from the rafters. Yeah, that seems like that would be a great thing to do. Because being a human being is hard. Yeah, you probably, like, once you go beyond... you. You get a whole new perspective on things, and you probably yeah. are more. You're like, you know, everyone's taking things so seriously. I'd just no. rather. Why would you want to do this again? Let's. Right. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna become a flock of seagulls that craps all over brooks. Yeah, right, right. And then there's there's you just feel fulfilled, right? Yeah, and you just kind of can laugh at the whole com- comic aspect of yeah, life and how it like, unravels and how we're taking it so seriously. You're right. I, I doubt any of those seagulls said, I did a horrible job crapping on Brooks. Right. I wish I could have done it again. What was I thinking? They were just yeah. like enjoying the, the release of it all. Yeah. And, yeah. and just the frenzies. You know, like a bunch of kids running around at a birthday party. They were One person crazy. starts it, and then they all just start doing it, and it's just this big, funny thing. Well, if that was your dad, then I'm glad I got to got to make him happy. Yeah. You know. Speaking of happy, I wonder how Chuck's doing. Oh. I hope he's pleased with this whole program. I mean, we I think we've been delivering. Well, the thing yeah, is, like... We're doing the best we can. So we just... In the circumstances. Yeah. And this is new to us, right? I mean... Well, we've been doing... For everybody out there, we've been doing this on the road for about a month. And then Chuck, a few days ago, said that he wanted us to make a podcast of it. Mm. So that's why we're starting this podcast. And that's why it may be a little bit crappy because this is our first one, you know, and we're, like, learning. Um, but We don't have any production team or anything. Yeah, yeah. Just, any, just anyway. the mic on your phone. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so Chuck wanted us to do this show. And I'll send him the show. And we'll see if he's into it. But, you know, at any point, like, he could stop paying us money and we could be stuck in some country 
with nothing. I don't think know? he's going to do that. They're they're a well-funded corporation, and they're they think they have lots of money they can sink into this program and see where it goes, and you know, and yeah, the publicity in Tallahassee already is, I'm sure, paid for this thing. Oh yeah, right, right. I forgot about that. You know, um, how's your wife Michelle taking your being on the road for a month? I think she's really happy about it. She's really in a good mood when I call, which was not like the way things were when I was still there. She's really yeah. she's having a good time without you. She's yeah, I think she likes having the whole room to herself, the right. bed and everything, just being on her own schedule. And yeah, she's been doing a lot of yoga classes and stuff, and she's right. very peaceful. That's good. That's good for her, right? And maybe she's. Yeah, she sees this could go somewhere for us. Who knows? Things keep going. Well, um... How about Julia? Is she supportive of this whole thing? The thing is, I've been on the road for two weeks before she even knew I was gone. Wow. She just thought I was in my office because I had this guest house. We had this guest house next to Alice, and so I spent a lot of time there. And, um... So she came over to the guest house. I wasn't there, so then she texted me, and she said, Where are you? And we were performing at the Alamo down in San Antonio. And, and I told her that. And, and uh, she's like, what? You know, and then I told her about Anheuser-Busch. And so she went out and got a six-pack of Anheuser-Busch. Because mm-hmm. she likes mm-hmm. to be able to approve like, you know, say this is a good or a bad business decision. And she drank Anheuser-Busch and she threw up. Oh my God! So she's yeah. got the same issue that you do. Yeah, I know. See, fortunately, I don't have that problem. In fact, I mean, it kind of works out because I get your share. Of you get my share. You get and your I, six plus my five. Yeah, yeah. So it's going. That's working out fine for me. But sometimes we have to drink. You have to drink the beer warm because the hotel, the, they don't have a fridge, mm-hmm. and and if it's not cold out, you can't put it outside the window. You know, so. Um, when you have to drink it because you can't travel with that. No, they won't let it through customs. No, you've got to yeah. like, yeah, you just got to drink it all that night or that morning or whatever the time it may be that you've got to, I mean, that's the, the whole arrangement has its challenges, but I think we're doing, I think we're doing pretty good with it. Yeah. And Chuck only tells us like what our next show is going to be. Mm-hmm. He never tells us the one after that. So what happens is we get, um, like, we'll do the show in Antarctica, and then he'll have FedEx the tickets for our next show is going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so, um, you know, they cover uh, the the bus or the taxi or whatever to get to the airport, things like that. Um, and they cover the hotel. But we never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so it's kind of interesting. It's that way. kind of Makes it an adventure, though. I mean, you kind of feel like you're some special agent on assignment. <laughs> Sometimes I feel that way, but I think that's because I get tired, you know? Kind of get delirious from all this flying. Does Julia realize you're still gone? Or um, does she think you're back? I well, then I got a text from her this morning that says, where, where are you? And I said that we're in the Falklands. And she said, oh, yeah, I forgot you're on tour. Okay. Mm-hmm. She really, she's like a... She, she's a scientist, so she really gets into her work. You mm-hmm. know? And uh, so that's that's good that she has that. You know, I wrote this song that I was going to hopefully play, maybe in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's kind of about 
her. I guess they they all are in their own way, but it goes like this. I thought I'd try it out. Walking down the street, nowhere to go. Went everywhere, couldn't find the show. Went back home, nothing to do. Got really lost, so I called you. You told me to get a life, so I did. I put it on my bike. Rode it around for a mile or two. I came back, I saw you. You said, are things better now? I said, generally and just somehow. You said, I'm wise. I said, yeah, that's true, but not as wise as you. I like that. Once I get a guitar again, I'll have to work out some additional parts. Or yeah. Sing back up. Do you think you'll get your guitar? But I'm just going to buy a new one. We'll hit some pawn shop in our, after, well, probably not in Antarctica, but... You never know. I mean, maybe they'll have a piano down there. Do mm-hmm. you play piano at all? I'm sure I could figure it out. You can just beat on the table. And that's how you started. You just got your lemonade stand smashed and you just started hitting chords, right? Yeah, I started hitting the keys. I didn't even yeah. know what they were. Yeah. My parents made a recording of it and they they tried to sell it to Fisher Price to be put on a commercial for those things. You yeah. Know? And then Fisher, Fisher Christ, Fisher Christ, that's funny. I miss their religious aspect. Um, they they sent a cease and desist thing, and they asked that oh, not to wow. send that anymore. Because it was pretty bad. It was like, mm. but, um, but I took it in stride. Yeah. I, 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 um, when I found out that the cease and desist, I, I broke the... <laughs> little keyboards and my parents got upset but then they said um, they said I have gumption how long have we been talking for a couple days now I think uh, how long did Chuck say it had to be Chuck said at least 30 minutes yeah we're, well um, long... maybe we should end our first show yeah right yeah I think it's I think that's put a lot of energy into this one I think yeah and everybody out there like I, I think the shows are going to get better yeah and um, this the show probably was pretty good mm-hmm. I think you know yeah but um it's um it's like everybody every day we get better mm-hmm. some days you get worse I guess. no matter where we show up or where we're going next just kind of roll with it well, you kind of learn from your mistakes, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why I make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Because I, I like to learn, you know. We're good at that. Well, um, And at the end of the day, we've always got a little Anheuser-Busch to wash it down. Yeah. You know what? i got to tell everybody out there, you know, because I can't drink the beer because I, I must be allergic to it or something. After a show, I do save one can, and I, and I stand over the bathtub, and I pour it over my head. Oh, yeah. And there's something about the bubbles, the mm-hmm. fizzy bubbles, mm-hmm. that I'm telling you, it has a bush house too. Um, I think they got to market that. Mm-hmm. Just share someone like in a rage coming home from a bad day at work and traffic and their kids are yelling at them and they take a uh, can of beer out of the fridge and has a bush and they go in the bathroom and they slam the door shut and then they open it and they pour it over their head and they're just like, ah. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to try that. I'm in, I'm in the, Especially um, if you're in a hot shower, then you have the cold beer just pouring over your head. Yeah, that I'm going to mention great. that to Chuck, because I think that 
could open that's a whole new income stream you know for because people get stressed out you know i mean that's why people drink beer mm -hmm. and if you can't drink beer if you're allergic to it, like me you can pour it over your head right so, you still get the relaxation it's a beer that. for everybody and it's a beer that you can give to kids because you can pour it over a kitchen mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they're not gonna ingest it mm -hmm. and drink it and, and they're probably gonna laugh at the tingles of carbonation on their head uh, yeah is there carbonation beer? I haven't had a beer for so long. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Certainly is. I couldn't tell if it was that or it was lice from all that. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these crazy places we could stay in. Well, um, thanks for listening to our show. Good job. And um, we'll, we'll close out on our song. You guys traveling around the world, going place to place. Don't know what's next, but they don't seem to mind. <laughs> Kurt's nodding his head, think that means yes. It's another reason to get out of bed. Um, thanks for listening and. Um, and we'll, we'll be talking with you soon.